0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, Eldorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
1: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. State of the art. And hey, the Frankels, you think there'll be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices? Think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So get the representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankels at truckrec.com. That is a truckrec.com. We'll check. You're going to talk some Rangers coming up in 15 minutes, right? Of course, we are your home yes, of the sir. Rangers. And uh, what are we, six weeks or so away from pitchers and catchers? Five weeks away? It'll be here before you know it. And we'll be in Surprise, Arizona, covering spring training. Well, there's a lot of exciting things going on here as their offseason continues. And uh, Wolchuk's going to get you caught up on on everything, including why the Rangers might have a big bump in the wind department. And that's coming up here in about uh, 15 minutes. Let's take a look at some Cowboys Twitter, though. And we will make our way towards uh, the top free agents uh, coming up in March ranked. One is off the board. The Ravens just gave Roquan Smith a big contract, over $100 million. So, congrats to that linebacker there uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. He did get himself a a big old deal.
0: Highest paid ever at the position. And he's a represent-myself kind of dude. No agent. So, he he got her done, and he's been a beast for them. No checks to any guys in suits. That's Um, right.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting approach. Okay, John Machoda uh, listening to Jerry Jones. Uh, on the fan this morning says it would not surprise him to see Xavier Rhodes active for Dallas in the wild card game at Tampa. I know that's a, a big topic of conversation. I'm just terrified of what uh, Tom Brady might do there uh, against the bad corner matchup. You know, uh, I don't know if there's any hope, but I, I, they're just throwing Hail Marys here, right? Trying to find some guy who's who's playing well who or who might work. How about Kevin Gray, KG of the get right, seven to 11 weeknights here on the fan. Uh, uh, says uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones on the fan when asked if a loss to Tampa could impact Mike McCarthy's job status. No, No. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. That is generating a lot of discussion across uh, Cowboys nation. And then we'll go here to Dove Kleiman. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott and Texans Davis Mills led the NFL with 15 picks. Mills played 15 games, Dak played 12. Prescott's the first quarterback in NFL history to lead the league in interceptions despite missing 5 plus games. Um so I don't know, maybe we maybe we're not spending enough time talking about this. It's pretty historic what we just witnessed.
0: I didn't I didn't even realize how historical it was. Uh, but when you put it into that context it's it's and we we are talking about it in general. I mean, the interceptions have been a topic Day in day out now for the last month and a half easily, uh, so talks I, about it every post game. Yeah, every 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 post at least game. for the last
2: seven weeks. But you know, we're uh, constantly talking
0: about it, it. It is it is pretty crazy when you put it that way, though. Like it, it has been historically bad, and and a lot of it is on him for sure. And then a lot of it is the happenstance of of random the the randomness. It's just been a tornado of bad luck at times. With oh, it's doinking off of Henderson's uh, or Hendershot's chest plate. Uh, and multiple, multiple other occasions where things got weird, and maybe it wasn't on Dak, but Dak's having to shoulder a lot of this stuff, and that's pretty crazy. 15 interceptions in, in 12 games. Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: It, and it's the first time any anybody has led the league in interceptions missing that many games, like the picks uh, per game rate did get out of control. I guess you hope it's just a luck factor, um, but, you know, you could look at it as a red flag or you – I'm kind of excited by it, and the, the reason is I think Dak's going to work really hard to fix it, and maybe it is just bad luck, but I think he's going to obsess over this, and in the end, he'll end up seeing more film, considering more things, and finding a way around this. This year, he made the decision to be more aggressive, and now he's getting a lot of feedback on that decision and you had a historically bad interception season, I think Dak comes back better than that. Maybe he's already hit his ceiling and he won't, but I'm going to go ahead and and, and bet on Dak Prescott. And for the front office, you know, I think it gives you clarity. It it, it absolutely should for the coaches as well. you got to get a great O-line in here, you know, because as Dak is trying to figure this out, you don't know if he will. You don't know how long it's going to take. We're going to need to be able to operate efficiently against good fronts and too much pressure in Dak's face. You take away the running game entirely, and it's checkmate against Dak Prescott right now. That's what that is. So, A, you need to rebuild a great offensive line, not one that can just run block but not pass protect. That ain't going to cut it. Um, or you have to make such a great defense that in these games where you're getting just pounded into the ground, you can stay in it until the fourth quarter and try to win 13-10. to 10, You know, because at 30 years old, it's a pretty good offensive line. It's good wide receivers. It's two good running backs. And a powerful front shuts you down um, in, a, in a very significant way. So I think it gives everybody involved clarity. And now Dak has marching orders. And I think the coaching staff and the front office got more information. And now maybe they can pivot away from this approach as a as a blanket game plan. It's cool to keep sprinkling it in, and hey, Dak, be more aggressive. Let's try this play. That let's, but series in series out, it's not going to work against the good defenses. So that I, I guess that's what I'm encouraged by. Like losing is your guru, right? Losing is your teacher. Where are we uh, insufficient? And shoot, I, I don't know how you can look at the report card over the last two years against defenses like this and think that it's going to figure, it's going to work itself out, you know. Uh, a new offensive line is the way I'm going. And then before we get to these free agents, Micah Parsons, I love this line from Micah. I enjoy affliction and hardships. I know I will walk out of the room better than I walked in. And I, I think you could apply that to just what I was talking about there with Dak Prescott. You know, here, here, th- this is how you know Micah is a real leader and is going to continue to improve. So many young guys, the ego gets so big, that they avoid the failure, right? Or they're like, oh, crap, that really sucked. Mike is like, this is awesome. I get to find out where I can be better. Yeah. And that is the ideal mindset to have in a guy that no doubt's going to be leading the team for, you know, the
2: next five to ten years. You need him. I mean, Mike is going to need to be big for you on Monday night if yeah. you want to have any chance to beat the Bucs.
3: If he likes hardship and all that kind of stuff like that, man, then I mean, saddle up, bro, because they, they do. They need you. You know, they don't need uh, – you know, th- any opportunity you have to rush the passer, win one-on-one, you know, you don't have many of those. But in this football game, if, if you're a non-factor rushing the passer, there's going to be a lot it's of hardship. There's going to be a lot of hardship for everybody. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of hardship for the guys, your teammates, the fans, Every You know, people lose their jobs, you know, over this kind of stuff. So, you got to figure out a way. If you're going to embrace that, you know, then... By all means, go and make sure that you don't have to feel it again.
1: He also talked about how we got to get this done because you're not going to be young forever. And there's got to be a, a a major sense of urgency I think in there he as realized,
3: well. I think he realizes now how hard it is for him to play, how they ask him to play, yeah. playing defensive end. I think. I think his body... I don't think his body was ready to play defensive end this year.
1: You think he's got to go the Michael Jordan route and put on 15 pounds of muscle to get I, ready for the bad boys? You know,
3: Mike. Mike Bassing talked about this. I think you have to determine this off season, if Dan Quinn's still here. You have to determine is Micah Parsons a linebacker or a defensive end. That's what you have to do. You can't.
1: Can you can't, rush him and take a little bit of the pain and suffering from wrestling those tackles away? Can we can what, we
3: what's what's the one thing that we know that he's really, really good at
1: blitzing, rushing, just, rushing, yeah. yeah, just rushing in general. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, um, is is going to a 3-4 something that could take the heat of him, give him a little bit more room to operate? Well, As more of an outside linebacker?
3: Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is those outside linebackers, they that's what they do. They stand up. and They're doing the same thing. I mean, he, Same thing, pretty much. Same thing that he's okay. doing. He's always going to be like the fourth rusher when you look at it, though. You know, he's always going to be that guy. Yeah, because you're typical. And that's what a 3-4, when they rush, three down linemen go, and then your stand-up guys. is same thing. the fourth And guy,
0: traditionally, yeah. those guys are 6'3", 250 to 60 pounds, yeah. and 65 pounds. Like, they're not they're not small dudes and not that mike is small but comparatively he is cuz what what is mike well, at like 230 von miller hasn't been the healthiest guy but no. he, he made it work you he know did. and yeah. you
1: just have you just have to accept that maybe but
0: a he little was off always time, that yeah he he was an edge rusher in college, yeah. Von Miller. I, I'm assuming in high school as well. But I mean, he was a guy that did At that. Denver, for a he was long listed time. as an outside linebacker, right? But he was an edge player, three, four edge exactly, player, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And, and I think
2: that there's ways, especially with the way that you know modern medicine is and people are with their body and everything. That moving forward, I think that he will learn how what he needs to do to adjust and be able to make it through a full season. I'm not really worried about that. Like maybe maybe he puts on a little bit of weight. And then there'll be the conversation of, well, does oh, that he got end up, too heavy, right? And he does cut, that end up making yeah, he, sp- do you lose speed because yeah. of that? I think that there'll be a way for him to be able to figure out what does he need to do to be able to last through a season with what they're asking him to do because that's his best trait. He's not the same player if he's not rushing the quarterback. All right, and then let's uh,
1: let's give you just a snapshot of this free agent list, which is what are we two months away? About March 10th or so, March 15th, yeah, start of the league year uh number one is lamar jackson ravens just spent 100 mil on roquan smith
3: he's gonna get tagged again it sounds like
1: okay uh number two is another quarterback it's not tom brady it's geno smith uh because every analytic you look at every way of measuring quarterback this hasn't been some sort of a one-off or luck year where you won games but you're playing mediocre quarterback like all the metrics sort of identify him as a top 10 quarterback in this game right now there for the Seahawks. So uh, I think if I'm Seattle, you got to do whatever it takes to retain that guy and build around him. But maybe it'll be an opportunity for another quarterback needy team here to jump in on on the Geno Smith second go around. He's made himself into quite a player. Number three is Tom Brady. Um, Raiders seem like the most likely destination. I don't know. I don't want to rule out that they have such a great run that he goes back to Tampa, but should I? Is it just like a a non-starter there in Tampa? I think they're getting healthy enough that they could win a couple of playoff games, maybe Philly for three years in a row. It
3: could be a situation, too. You got to think about his family and his kids now that he's divorced. Yeah. If he goes across the country, and I know Tom Brady's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and he could, you know, he's probably got access to a plane and all that, and can get kids back and forth and all that. I think you just have to be, you know, he's at an age right now too where he's got to think about those kids. Sure. And does he want to go, does he want to go a direction away from all that? I would say that if he, you know, Tom Brady would be a guy that like, to me, he'd probably want to get out of the state of Florida, you know, because all his memories now are like of a divorce and all these things that kind of, he's like, fine, point. I'll just move on. But I, I think those considerations with those kids yeah. You know, I think you need to keep an eye on maybe wherever Sean Payton goes. Hmm. I, I think there's a lot of uh, that that whole thing. Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, got suspended a year because they were planning on potentially bringing Brady and Sean Payton together well there I is, believe I believe in that
1: there is no way the Cowboys can do anything uh if we always get these texts in but the Dak no. contract is so prohibitive of making moves I think it's going to remain that way until the end of his contract so we're probably a couple years away from you know even entertaining you, conversations you, like you that you might
3: have caught a break that he signed us a, a smaller uh, uh in as far as years yeah. a shorter contract.
1: Yeah, uh, defensive lineman uh, Javon Hargrave, the big tackle, the Eagles. He's going to be available. If nothing else, that weakens them. Jesse Bates, the safety with the Bengals. Cowboys don't need any of that. Jamel Dean, though, the Buccaneers corner is the sixth ranked free agent approaching. Levante David, linebacker Buccaneers. There's another one they're going to miss. Jacoby Myers, the receiver with the Patriots. Mike McGlinchey, Niners tackle. Mm. And Orlando Brown, uh, Chiefs tackle. That's your top 10 free agents as determined by Pro Football Focus. When we come back, it's time to talk some baseball here on your Home of the Rangers. What do you have planned
2: for us, Wolchuk? Well, we've got the Rangers looking at this former big league player's son and 23 reasons why the Rangers could have 23 more wins in 2023 next on The Fan.